0: Welcome to Autism Knows No Borders. Discover what's possible when people impacted by autism, inspire change, and build community. Together with the Global Autism Project, here's your host, Rachel Harmon. Hello, everyone. Today, we're bringing back the CEO and founder of the Global Autism Project, Molly Ola-Pinney. For almost 20 years, the Global Autism Project has been providing sustainable training, coaching, and community for center directors, therapists, and caregivers around the world. As we enter our second decade, our organization is opening its doors to new forms of collaboration. In today's conversation, Molly and I discuss the Global Autism Project's new affiliate program and what affiliates will get access to A sneak peek into the training we're offering for free, the four pillars of success for any autism center or school, how Molly herself has experienced transformation from implementing some of the lessons included in our training, and advice for service providers who want to start or scale their business. You'll also hear us talk about our SkillCore volunteer program which is an opportunity for self-advocates and professionals to travel to our international partner sites and collaborate with their local teachers and therapists. In this episode, discover what's possible when you turn your vision into reality. To learn more about our work, please visit globalautismproject.org. We appreciate your time. If you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to support our mission, please take just a few seconds to share it with one person who you think will find value in it too. You can also follow us on Instagram at Autism Podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Global Autism Project, and join our online community on Mighty Networks at community.globalautismproject.org. And now I present you Molly Ola Pinney. Hi, Molly. Welcome back to the show. Thank you, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, always. (laughs) We have some very exciting things to talk about today. One is a new program we're offering, as well as a free training that dives deep into some tips for success. Before we get into what those are, let's provide a little bit of context for our listeners. So could you describe what brought us as an organization to this point of being able to say concretely, this is what's needed to succeed?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have always had a commitment to doing with and not for, and as the pandemic sort of, you know, had its way with the Global Autism Project and many other businesses, you know, had a really significant impact and effect on us because our model was largely based on international travel. Obviously, none of us could have ever imagined that something of this proportion was going to happen and put a program like that to a screeching halt. And it did. And I knew when it first happened that this was ultimately going to be a good thing and that it did not feel good at all for the last two ish years. So, as we, you know, as international travel has resumed, as we've been working with our partners remotely for two years, we really just wanted to take a hard look and say, are we going to do everything exactly as we have done it? Or are we going to use this pandemic as an opportunity to reinvent, to really reflect, to take a look at who we are, what we've done and who we can be in the world as an organization? So we, of course, chose the latter. And starting in, I think it was probably early 2022, we started hosting Roundtable Conversations. So obviously we've been working with our partners over the last two years, but we really wanted to take a deep dive. We really wanted to learn what people are truly struggling with right now in this post-pandemic world. And also in general, because as the world at large has changed, the autism field has changed so much as well. You know, what it means to work with the autistic community has changed so much over the last, even just over the last, Five years, I feel like. And so we wanted to really bring all of those conversations into focus so that we just had some different lenses to kind of look at the world through. So we hosted roundtable conversations for several months, actually. They went extremely well. And we just learned so much. You know, every time we got off of one of those calls, we were like, oh, we could do this and we could do that. And, you know, what we were going to do really kind of shape shifted, I would say for about eight or nine months, as long as it takes to make a baby, <laughs> <We> <laughs> made, it, made a new baby. So, you know, it's those conversations. It's that kind of deep listening. I think that has led us to where we are today. And as we've shared this idea with people, it's been their response. People are like, that's exactly what we need right now. So that's been really great.
0: Yeah. What were some people saying on those roundtables? You know, we heard a lot
1: about feeling like people needed a community. They needed a place that they could go where they could get information that was accurate, that was effective. They needed some kind of training that made sense for where they were in the world. A lot of the video trainings, a lot of the, even just the YouTube content out there is all US-based content. We heard a lot about people looking for, just looking for resources and looking for community. And we heard a lot of frustration about spending time online, looking for resources, looking to connect. You know, there's a lot of people as well who are stateside, who want to work internationally, who also felt like they needed some kind of training, some type of support in order to do that effectively. So those were kind of some of the main things that we heard. We heard, of course, from the autistic community that they really wanted to be more involved in general in what's being said to professionals in the field. We had some really great insight around what type of lessons would be helpful to people. So yeah, they were just great conversations. In the first three or four, I felt like we heard new content and new ideas. And then we started to hear a lot of the same kind of themes, this theme of community, this theme of resources this theme of
0: connection. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we ran with. Got it. So now with all of this feedback, we were able to develop this new program. So it's like a big reveal. Could you share what that is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we have a new program at the Global Autism Project. It's a brand new way to work with us. Previously to work with us, you had to be a partner and a partner had to be able to be a site where people could come and work three times a year to help provide in-person training. There were other barriers to partnership. It was a rather long runway to be accepted as a partner. And then, of course, we had this bottleneck where we as one organization can only have so many partners at this level at once. And so we've created a new
0: level called Affiliate. Great. Great. So what are some things that affiliates will get access to? We're really excited about this. So we
1: have an online curriculum that essentially is taking everything that we've been teaching in a one-off way around the world for the past 20 years and bringing that into live online lessons that are going to be in a library so that people have access to that. Now, that curriculum is going to be informed by our SASE, which is an assessment. It's the Site Assessment Survey for Sustainable Intervention and we've spent about 10 years using this tool. This tool allows you to see the progress that your center is making across several domains, operations, clinical, as well as outreach. And so you're able to look at where you are and where you need to be to be an effective service provider. The other piece of the curriculum that we're so excited to be putting into this is the responsive skills training. The responsive skills training meets the criteria for the IBT, which is the IBAO credential, the ABAT, which is the QABA credential, and of course the RBT, which is the Behavior Analyst Certification Board credential. So all three of those credentials will be met with this responsive skills training. The difference being that this responsive skills training It's going to have, first of all, video footage from around the world. We know that representation is really important. It's really important that people see themselves actually physically in these videos. It's also meant to be just that, responsive, culturally responsive, responsive to the learner. You know, the idea of responding to the learner and to the culture is not an afterthought in this training. It's baked into the entire training. So we're really excited about that. That's going to be in this curriculum. That's also going to be offered as a standalone for people who want a kind of more global perspective in their RBT trainings. The other piece is that this is not just going to be an online training. We know there's a lot of online trainings out there, and that's great, and that's important. This is actually going to include coaching calls. So on a weekly basis, people are going to be able to log in for a coaching call They're going to be on that call with other people who are where they are, running their businesses around the world, who have a lot of the same concerns and challenges, who've overcome a lot of the things that they need to overcome. What really sets this program apart is those weekly coaching calls that we'll be hosting. Some of them will be focused on the service delivery, the clinical skills, and some of them will be focused on how do you actually run an autism business that is sustainable and provides support to the autistic community? We're really excited to get this started. I think, you know, the thing that we're most excited about is that community, is that when you join those calls, you're going to be talking with other people all over the world who are very much in the same place. The other thing is in the past, historically, partners were outside the U.S. and we often got requests for partnership for more rural areas of the U.S. and even in cities, frankly. And so this program is truly open to the whole wide world. And then the last piece of this is the opportunities to travel. You know, one of the things that we heard is that though our model is very collaborative and we're very much doing with and not for, at the end of the day, it was people mostly from the U.S. going to places most, you know, outside of the U.S. And it still had this us and them component. And so one of the things that we're so excited about with this new model is that anybody who's an affiliate will also be eligible to be on a SkillCore trip with us. So the SkillCore teams are going to become truly global. You'll go out, if you're from the US, you'll go out on a team and there will be people on that team from all over the world, some of the other places that we work with. So we'll just give everybody a much more kind of holistic, big picture view of what's possible. And then in 2023, we are going to be bringing back our... Global Summit, which was hosted in Bali in 2019, our first, what we thought was going to be our first annual. So we'll bring back our second, what we think is going to be our annual moving forward, Mm -hmm. Global Summit. It's going to be really, I think for people, a sort of a one-stop shop to grow your business, to access community and to have support. You know, I think I started this organization so that no one would feel alone or desperate. And on these roundtable calls, I heard of people feeling pretty alone and desperate a lot of the time. And so I know that our community of partners that we already have, our quickly growing community of affiliates that we now have, are just going to be an incredible resource to each other. And so yeah, we're very, very excited about this new program.
0: Great. So all of that is super exciting. And I do want to also point out something special about the RST curriculum and the committee that it's composed of. Could you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we knew we needed to take our do with, not for, to a new level. You know, I think thanks to the podcast and many of the guests that we've had and the contributions that we've had and the autistic community just sharing their experiences We knew that as we created, you know, whatever we created next at the Global Autism Project, it was absolutely vital that we included the voices and the perspectives of the autistic community. And so for this training, we've actually assembled a committee of over 20 people who are SLPs, OTs, parents, siblings, and people who are autistic themselves, who are going to be creating and presenting the material for this training. So we're really excited about that. I think, you know, what I see over and over again is that there's this major disconnect between people who work in the field and the autistic community. And I think as the organization that often works with some of the first people in a country providing services, we want to make sure that we are just creating as a norm, interacting and collaborating with the autistic community. Yeah, I mean, it's very exciting stuff we have going on here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. This is something that I hold very dear to my heart as being the kind of committee organizer, I guess, for the development of the curriculum. It's great to have so many different perspectives giving input into this curriculum so that it is not just a one-sided American-biased training. This is something that's also culturally relevant for our partners who are working international. That's something that we've been getting a lot of feedback On in the past is that a lot of the kind of cookie cutter training that's out there that people are finding online doesn't make sense for the cultures and communities that they live in. So we're really excited about this new responsive skills training, RST for short, so that just the world in general will be more culturally informed and providing best practice that is also informed by the autistic community. Yeah, absolutely. So, how can those listening identify to see if this program may be a fit for them? Well, as I
1: said, it's not a program that we're offering only internationally, right? We're international is the whole world now. Whether you're in the U.S. or in another country, whether you're in a place that people want to visit all the time or a place that you know people rarely come to, this is really designed for you if you feel like you are constantly trying to figure out what the next step is. If you feel like you're doing a lot of the same things over and over again, but just not making the progress that you see other people make in your business. If you feel like it would make a difference for you to have a roadmap, to have a community, then I think this training is for you. You know, if you are somebody who wants to make a difference in the world, We've been doing that for a long time at the Global Autism Project. We've learned so much from our partners, so much from implementing different programs all over the world. And we're really excited to share those in our free training.
0: Yeah. And I know that we've been offering some of those free trainings already. And through the roundtables, we've been hearing a lot of people feeling like they're alone doing this, right? Yes. Yeah. They're never going to scale up in their business. Yeah. Yeah. But thankfully, there is another option, right? And so over the next few weeks, we'll be offering these free trainings, as you said, so you can start focusing on what you need to actually start or scale your business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And these trainings are designed to be actionable, right? They're, you know, it's come to the training with a piece of paper and and a pen because you're going to be getting just some really valuable information that you can take back immediately. You also get an invitation to apply for our newest program, which is the affiliate program. But yeah, we go over a lot of great things. We go over the four pillars that you need in order to build a successful business. I think, you know, some of them may be obvious and some of them may be just not what you're thinking. On this training, I actually give you steps that you can take right now to build up your business within those pillars.
0: hmm Would you be able to give a little spoiler, a sneak peek? Yeah, absolutely. So one of
1: those is collaboration. And I think when we think about collaboration, we think about working, finding people on Facebook groups that we can potentially connect with. We think about finding maybe people in our community. And in the training, we invite you to look beyond that and see who else you can collaborate with. And also really remind you to look for, are you collaborating with people are doing something that you want to do? Are you talking with people who are going somewhere that you've not yet been and who are doing the same thing? We often hear, especially in communities where there aren't a whole lot of autism serving organizations, we hear about people collaborating with different businesses and working to learn from them. And the, the reality is, is that this is a very unique business model. So that's one of them. Another thing that we talk about is the importance of training and how you can get started with creating a training library for your team right away so that you're not doing the same trainings over and over and over again. We talk about your business model, the importance of a sustainable business model, why it's important to really have a business that sustains and and the ethics of that really. And then we also talk about the importance of you being a spokesperson or a recognized person within your community. You know, I think this is often overlooked. I know for me personally, this was overlooked for a really long time. I was like, the work's not about me. It's about the kids. And we talk about how to get started with some of
0: that in a way that can work. So great. Yeah. So Molly, how have you experienced transformations from implementing some of these lessons? Oh my
1: goodness. You know, it was really fun as we were working on some of this curriculum, I was sort of going like, and ask me how I know that lesson and ask me how I know that lesson, because I feel like there have been so many times where I've just, you know, I've spent years, I've been doing this for 19 years at the Global Autism Project and supporting other people. And I've just spent years, you know, whether it's, Doing rework or creating a system that never gets implemented, or having an idea, not quite figuring out what the first step is to see that idea all the way through, or just feeling alone and desperate and frustrated <laughs> trying to get this organization to the next level. And so, I think, you know, one of the most important things for me is that I did find coaching and I did find support and I did find. You know, I worked with accountability coaches. I worked with business coaches. And then, you know, what was always challenging is that there was nobody out there who had started and ran the Global Autism Project and very few people even who had done anything similar to what we've done. So I was always having to kind of figure out going like, okay, how can this apply to me? How can this apply to me? But I think, you know, the organization that we have today that has systems in place and has a team and has focus really allows me to work on the business rather than in the business. Is all because of the lessons that we're going to be teaching in this training.
0: Great. All right, Molly, I'd like to close with one last question. What advice would you give to an autism service provider who has worked for other companies and maybe has always had this dream to someday do their own thing and run their own business? but they're just afraid of that unknown on the other side when they take the leap.
1: Yeah. First of all, I want you to evaluate why do you want to start your own business? What do you want to provide that is not being provided? How do you want to do things differently? I also think there's something to be said for working in an organization and learning all that there is to learn before going out on your own. You know. All that being said, as an entrepreneur myself, I know that there is no perfect time and we really do have to start before we're ready. There's not going to be a ready. And so I think, you know, just really looking at what do you want to provide? Why do you want to provide it? Do you want to provide better working conditions for staff? Do you want to provide higher quality services for kids? You know, what is kind of your driving force? And then, taking that leap and immediately surrounding yourself in a community of people who have done it before, because it can be, it's challenging. You know, we often say that entrepreneurs are the only people who will not work 40 hours a week for somebody else and will gladly work 80 hours a week for themselves. And so, you know, certainly through these trainings, we're getting you out of that 80 hours a week so that you're you're able to work on your business in a way that's sustainable. But in the beginning, listen, it's challenging. You start out with this totally uninformed optimism, and then you get to this place of informed pessimism. And then you get to this <laughs> place of informed optimism. And just that curve is, you know, it's, it's exhausting. So if you have an idea in your heart, if you have something that you know you want to do my advice is to start it. I think it can be really tiring and really stifling to stay small and to play small. There is no shortage of potential clients. There's no shortage of a need in the world. And I think all of us have really unique things to offer. And I've worked with so many people who have started before they're ready and so many people who felt like they just might not be able to do this. And they're doing it
0: and they're crushing
1: it. So-
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's so important for our listeners who might be on that verge of taking that leap, or maybe they already have their center and they want to escalate their business. Like no matter where you are on your journey, these lessons and the free training can be useful because the truth is everyone wants to do a good job, right? Yeah. This
1: training is for anybody who wants to start or scale their organization. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'll put a link to the free training in our show notes so people can sign up. I think at this point, we're doing them almost every week so far for the next few weeks, right?
1: Yeah, we are. We have a number of trainings upcoming, and then we will also be offering a recorded version as well. So that will stay available.
0: Great. All right, Molly, thank you again for coming on the show. Always a pleasure to have you here with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to Autism Knows No Borders. If you'd like to learn more about the Global Autism Project's history and mission, please listen to my conversation with Molly in episode two. Do you work with autistic individuals? Are you thinking of starting your own center or maybe wanting to scale your business to be able to serve more families? Discover your impact and join us for a free training. After working with dozens of autism professionals and organizations over the years, we've uncovered the four pillars that are necessary for success. Wherever you are in your journey, you can apply these lessons to your own work. Sign up for our free training today at leadership.globalautismproject.org forward slash free training. You can find the link for the training in our show notes. Thanks for listening. Take care. Tune in each week for engaging conversations of how people across the globe are inspiring change and building community. You've been listening to Autism Knows No Borders, brought to you by the Global Autism Project. You can find Rachel's notes for this episode and learn more about today's guests at autismknowsnoborders.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. By doing so, you'll be helping us increase awareness and acceptance of autism around the world.